Hello and welcome to Serious Nonsense Episode 4. Tonight, you got Tobin here with you. As always, we got Michael, as always, and got a special guest tonight, my buddy Ahab. Yeah, looking around for him, looking around. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, tonight we're going to do things a little different. We've been talking about a lot of gaming, but uh, uh, tonight we want to talk about the not-so-quiet elephant in the room, Uh, and that's going to be GME, Robinhood, stocks, etc. We are hyped to talk about this. Everybody wants to talk about this. But uh, let me do some quick introductions real quick. What's up, Michael? Nah, chilling, chilling, my man. Uh, man. Ahab, how about you, man? How's it going? Going pretty good, man. Good, man. I'm glad you could join us tonight. So uh, I want to start this off by saying a couple weeks ago, well, not a couple weeks ago. It was, what, last week? Last week being in the last week or so. I uh, was scrolling through the Reddit and I saw Wall Street Bets post. Um, it was a it was a DD, a due diligence towards GameStop. It's really good. I'm reading through this thing. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. But it's GameStop. I, do I really want to put money into GameStop? Who's going to turn around and say, "Hey, you just bought that game yesterday. I'll give you four bucks. Best I can do is four bucks." I figured that shit was not going anywhere. So move on to a week and a half. It's exploded if you've been watching it. It's all over the news. It's all anybody can talk about. And I got to be honest with you, it's really nice to see something else on the news. It's really nice. It's very exciting. So I just want to talk about this tonight and have some fun with it. Um, See, my experience was different than yours finding out. What? Because, like, I don't look at none of that shit. And my experience, so. I just happen to be, and I don't really pay attention to Facebook either, but I've been seeing GameStop, GameStop, GameStop. So I was like, man, let me fucking look at what, what's going on with GameStop. Imagine my surprise today, today, <laughs> when I was like, whoop! Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, it's really interesting what happened today. Um, in fact, you know, I, I had been keeping track of it for a few months Mm. um you know it's just kind of one of those when you work i work in retail you work in retail you you kind of follow who's doing well who's not and um you know i've only been trading i taught myself how to trade about a year ago Tobin, something like that sounds about right yep but man today i'm telling you all this that blew up with robin hood everything that blew up with GameStop and wow. Wow. I, and Tobin, you know, I know you, uh, ran it past me. What Saturday was it Saturday? Uh, I think it was a little sooner than that, but yeah, we, we, we discussed it. Yeah. And I just remember saying, yeah, I, I'm not certain that it would go past, you know, a hundred, 120 bucks. I mean, I think it hit like 136 in the pre-market and then, you know, it kind of floated around 80 for most of the day between 80 and 90. And, you know, my experience tells me when something sharp rise, you know, uh, rises sharply like that, it's, it's going to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I told you that same advice. Um, Thanks. But man, then Elon Musk comes out of nowhere. Papa Elon, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, all this kind of started up. I can tell you a little bit about how it happened. Um, basically, you have uh, people who believe in um, 
GameStop. Uh, GameStop is a company that didn't want to change, uh, adapt to like the online marketplace, uh, going digital. But this year, yeah, exactly. More of a blockbuster. You you probably heard that. But this year, uh, excuse me, last year, 2020, was an interesting year for gaming in general because you have the console releases. The console wars, we don't see those very often. It's every four or five years, you kind of see it pop up. And this year was hotter than ever. You saw PS5s, couldn't get them, not in stock, couldn't get it by Christmas. And you saw Amazon was shipping random items to people for their PS5 pre-order. Well, fast forward, you see a little uptick in GameStop because of that. I think it went down to like $4 a share, $4.50, maybe $5, something like that for a uh, little bit of the year. There's a big sell-off at the end of the year um, between August and, I don't know, maybe like the end of November. Just markets, everything in general. So most of the things you're going to invest in probably went down. December, you start seeing a recovery. And then a lot of people got really apprehensive about the presidential election. Well, a couple of people on the Wall Street Bets subreddit bought some uh, some options. If you don't know what options are, it's, it's a little difficult to explain, but it's basically an insurance contract. You're just saying, hey, I want to insure if the price goes up that I can buy the stock at this lower price. Or if I think the price is going to go down, I can still uh, buy it for uh, a different a different strike price. Okay. Um, there's a lot of uh, mechanics involved in it. I'm, I'm not even that well for it. However, um, guy buys what you got, Tobin. Oh, <laughs> anyway, man. So I won't, I won't stop, but um, basically, guy buys a ton of uh, GameStop calls for uh, set to expire in uh, January of 2021. End of the month, I think tomorrow, 29th. Yep. Tomorrow. So, so tomorrow, and it blew past this, you know, the strike price that he he uh, called it at, and he basically took fifty thousand dollars and turned it into over forty four million dollars. So yep. yeah, so so let's let's kind of start at the beginning of this thing, and and before we you know get into the drama that has ensued since, kind of explain to us uh, a little bit of, of of what happened with the stock, how it got so high, why it got so high, what was in in Wall Street Bet's mind. Um, how does the, I don't want to, I don't, uh, Wall Street bets. I love you. I don't want to use the word hive mind, but I'm going to say hive mind in the situation. So how does the hive mind of Wall Street's bets, um, this is a hive mind, bro. This doesn't work. Without the, hive. <laughs> the only way this works is because of the hive. It's beautiful. <laughs> so how does the hive mind of Reddit get together of Wall Street bets and say, Hey guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to purchase these stocks and we're just going to ride this shit out. Let's go. The same way that they, that we were going to raid area 51. Yeah. Well, we saw it that way. <laughs> same shit. So say, yeah. Could you, and it could have hey, worked. Could, you saw the capital, right? Know, the biggest thing I'm disappointed in is they raided the capital, not area 51. I mean, see, what the hell? See, so could I saw you, something that said we could have done it. 
<laughs> could you kind of explain to me, uh, explain to us, the viewers out there, hey viewers, uh, how exactly this happened and, and why does the stock continue to go up? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So um, basically you have uh, these head, you know, hedge fund investors, billions of dollars behind them. And uh, they take up a short position, which is where they're uh, saying that the, uh, the stock price is going to go down. And shorting a stock basically just means that you're going to borrow someone else's shares and uh, you pay an interest rate over time. And if the stock hits the, um, the, the short price that you're um, wanting to buy at, then you can then purchase those shares. Okay. Um, so you make money based on someone else losing money. And then when you then purchase that security, you can then resell it when it goes back up. So you make money on the way down and then on the way up. That's a really simplified explanation for it. So all these hedge funds, they had 150% uh, of the uh, shares roughly shorted. So they were really keeping it down. It was going to take a lot of money to get that stock price to go back up. So when you short something, you know, somebody is going to say, hey, you know what, I'm just I'm just going to give up my share for whatever the price is. Right. If you if you pay thirty dollars for the stock and it's down to 15, um, let's just say I'm, I'm just using some round numbers here. It's down to 15 and you just don't foresee it going back up or if, if it, even if it goes down to 10 or five, um, you don't foresee it going back up. You may choose to sell for a loss and jump into something else. Why would you so do that? So hang on exactly. before before you keep yeah, going, go I wanna I wanna take a pause because I understand it and I think Tobin does, but I can see how some people couldn't. So I wanna make sure yeah. that we all understand together. You know what I'm saying? So basically, what you're saying is that the big dudes they bought up most of the buying power, and they're just buying and trading stocks back and forth between each other to keep the price low and make money betting that on it is... to fail, right? Yeah, that, that's actually something that happened today. Um, that is a little bit different than shorting. Um, so, because mm. short shorting is is basically saying, uh, "Dear God, I hope it goes to this price so that I don't have well, to put more money in." Shorting is <laughs> you buy it and then you sell it and you hope that it goes low and then you buy it again, but now you bought it for low, right? So you sold it at well, like ten, and then of, you buy it at seven and you made three bucks. But it's only. Um, uh, shorting is not actually buying the the the, um, the stock. It's a uh, uh, borrowing the stock. Mm. So when you when you tell your broker, uh, you first off to short a stock, you have to have twenty five thousand dollars available in your account, as uh, uh, and you have to have a margin account. Uh, margin means that your broker is backing you um, if you don't have cash available, and usually they require you to have so much margin available. Um, because if you can't cover your position, shorting can have um, a, theoretically an unlimited loss. So if you short a stock and it, it for lack of a better word, goes to the moon <laughs> or to yeah, Mars, right. then yeah, you're, you're gonna, you, could, you could stand to lose as much money as, as there is. Uh, there's theoretically like right no limit. Like exactly. Right like 70 billion. Um, yeah. <laughs> the traditional the traditional buy low sell high um you stand to the your your biggest loss is uh potential is what you invest in it and your biggest gain potential is theoretically unlimited 
So it's basically the opposite of shorting. Shorting is the opposite of buy low, sell high. Um, so, but when you do that, when it's a, um, uh, what they call like a hard to borrow stock, like GameStop was because the available shares, there just wasn't a high volume of them. Um, it, they charge a much higher interest rate. So it's, it costs them a ton of money to keep that price down. And basically the longer they can keep it down, the more the average Joe is going to be willing to just sell their position and get out of that stock that way. Uh, they're the not. Power. Yep. Yep. Mm. It's, it, it all comes back to the power of like compounding interest. And if you, if you make 10%, um, you know, on, on your, uh, your trading account, let's just say a hundred times during the year. Well, you, you, you didn't make 10%. You made probably closer to a thousand. I, I didn't do the math, but you know, but it's just 10%, 10%, 10%, so on and so forth. Um, so if you can do that, that's typically the mindset of most swing traders, day traders, traders on wall street bets. Um, the only difference between wall street bets and, something like uh, Robinhood penny stocks or the penny stock subreddit is that uh, Wall Street Bets wants uh, you to talk about, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they try to limit those penny stocks, those speculation plays, um, but they want you to talk about more uh, of those uh, plays that have a market cap of a billion dollars or more. Um, so super easy to figure out the market cap you take the uh, amount of available shares times the share price that's your market cap so okay so let me ask this so as i understand it um the the short stock the 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 person or or, or groups that were shorting it and betting is shorting essentially betting against yep yep so yeah you're 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 uh, you're short selling um so that is a bet against um and basically you're just saying hey um let's just say you got a apple at a hundred dollars a share and you think it's going to go down so you say um hey I, i'm gonna uh short apple um and uh, i want to short it to 75 so there may be an interest rate associated with getting it down to to 75 dollars a share and as people start to give up their shares you can then swoop in and buy for that strike price. Okay. So the way I understand it, there were the, the, the ability to see this short was actually in the market. So somebody, uh, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, saw that somebody wanted to short the stock and said, you know what? I, I, I don't really want that to happen. I, I believe in the stock. Uh, we like GME. Um, and then they well, talked they about their, that it happened. Yes. Yeah. And they see that it already took place and they were like, Oh, look at this bullshit. Yeah. They can, they can see that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, you can actually, uh, just go to there and I'm, I'm having trouble remembering the site, but I think it's like short volume or short interest.net or something like that. And, um, you can see for the previous trading day, um, what the short interest is on any ticker. Mm. So, and I, I think they can even organize it by like, total amount of available shares that were shorted, things like that. So you can kind of see like, hey, if a stock dropped, why did it drop, you know? Okay, so the price has obviously exploded. I mean, it's been, you know, the word volatile has been used a lot in the last couple of days. Um, 
I've never seen the word volatile used so many times, uh, volatility or so. Uh, so the people at Wall Street Bets got together and decided, you know what, let's buy into this. So how does the stock get higher? Is that because more people are pumping more money into it and that's just raising the price? Or, or is that, how, how, is it, how is the stock valued and, and why does it, is it going up? Hey, that's a good question, man. So as you, okay, so we got these uh, short sellers that are basically keeping the price of the stock down and as uh, shares free up because this was a low float stock. Low float meaning there weren't a whole lot of available shares to begin with. And that could be like, you know, a million, two million, three million shares. This, that's a low float. Um, you know, there are some stocks out there that have billions of shares. So um, as as these people, these these uh, um, investors on Wall Street bets, and I'm sure people from the other um, forums jumped in and tried to grab what they could. Um, but as it garnered support, the shares, the available shares started going up. Sorry, the available shares started going down as the price started going up. As the price goes up, then the short sellers, because they are charged an interest rate based on that stock price going up, then they have to cover their position. So this is where those that interest rate and those losses start taking place. So that's called this is called a short squeeze. And this is probably one of the biggest short squeezes since, uh, well, I can't remember anything like this happening. Ever? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. the folks on, on Wall Street Bets that got together and decided, you know what, let's put our money into this. Was the initial yeah. was the initial thought, hey, look, I see this guy, he's betting against it. Let's not let that happen. Now, are, are they being, is Wall Street Bets being malicious or are they just playing the game? So I, I do believe that they uh, they did do their due diligence. I believe that, uh, you know, they looked at the company, they advocated for it, to uh, that it was undervalued. Uh, basically, the company had the cash to be able to support the stock price. And that's where like companies earnings and things like that come in. So they got a new um, um, big investor and I can't remember what uh, last name Cohen. Ryan. Um, yeah, Ryan Cohen. That's it. Um, you know, he, he can't he comes in, he gets uh, I think he was the founder of Chewy.com and, and he, he uh, brought them a lot of money. He yep, he, he threw a lot of money into it. He gets, um, you know, some of his, uh, based on his available say in the company, um, he, he brings his, um, aboard some people that will, um, you know, help him accomplish what he needs to get done with GameStop to transform, transform them into a growth company. He starts down that journey, they start making money, and then it just, it was the perfect storm. Actually, you know what, I just remember volkswagen was the last time that i can remember so what was it like 2007 i've seen a lot um, of references to volkswagen yeah. recently yeah. yeah but then i saw a lot you know it's kind of taken off another part too because you got like the investor side but there is kind of a pirate ship aspect to it too i mean i've been getting phone calls from people talking about some yo you went on this thing fuck it take it to the man fuck these motherfuckers you know Welcome. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I. Uh, this. This. Everything that transpired today and in the last few days, with with so much coverage on this, especially today, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, I mean, you really are seeing a unity uh, for one thing, which is 
crazy. It started with GameStop, but you know they're talking uh, uh, BlackBerry, they're talking Blackberry. Nokia, they're talking AMC. AMC. Uh, so that's AMC, AMC Knock, yeah. NOK, and BB. For those that are wondering, um, those are the uh, the stock market uh, tickers. Is that what they're called? Yep. Not tickers. Yep. The what, whatever. I, I I do a little bit of Robin Hood. I'm talking like forty bucks here and there. We ain't playing no hey, big games. Let me put my two cents in on Robin Hood real quick. If you have nah. Robin Hood right now, you just need to close that thing out and and Quit. transfer everything over to Weeble. Quit. That is the platform right now. Well, I'm also when you say that, I'm also seeing a lot of people talking about uh, do not sell your shares transfer them over uh ACAT is that what it's called uh the, yep. the, there's a way to transfer the shares rather than selling because you know that's that's actually part of what happened today keep the um, shares in the game robin hood yeah. decided you know what we're going to a bunch of them actually decided we're going to stop purchases of but you can continue sales of GME BB knock AMC and then you saw a, a pretty rapid uh decline for people you know, panic selling and, 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 you know, it is what it is that, that happens. If it was me, I, I first off, I would have sold 36 bucks. I, I almost bought it at, I would have sold it 120 and gotten out and just been like, <laughs> yeah, what's up? I got 70 bucks, but that's, well, that's, that's, that's sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. So anyways, so what we saw today, um, I really want to get your opinion on this and, and kind of ask a couple questions. Uh, when Robinhood and a couple of others did that, so you've got uh, Citadel, who has some sort of interest or owner of Melvin Capital. Uh, heard a lot about Melvin Capital over the last couple days. Uh, they're kind of getting a fist, you know where. Um, so when Robinhood, Citadel also does a lot of business with Robinhood. Apparently, um, in 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 personal data and in, in user data which is interesting i don't have a, a citation on that but it's something i read earlier so i could just be you know false news all over the place but so tell me your take on what happened today when robin hood decided to stop trading and the big thing i want to know is is this because of volatility legitimate or is this because some people with some deep pockets Come on, man. I mean, we. I think hey, we know the answer. On, Decided they man. wanted to cover their ass. I, hey, I'll come try on. to be, I'll be objective, but I will. Uh, <laughs> I, I will hit on both points here. Okay, yeah. So first off, uh, Wall Street bets. Um, you know, the retail average Joe. This basically, it's a, a David versus Goliath type story, right? So, Wall Street bets is is people like me and you and just is, just uh, not to cut you off man i just want to say for those that are listening or watching um you and me unless you're a hedge fund guy hey uh we are called retail investors we are just retail people so if you see the term retail understand that's just the average joe trying to make a buck yeah you're you're buying and selling on the open market basically so yep um so basically uh wall street bets you've got um, you know, all these people that have just like supported each other and really just came together as a community. And, you know, I think they hashtag like, uh, you know, uh, apes strong together, you know, <laughs> call back to uh, planet of the apes movies, good movies. Um, but, you know, so you have that and then you have, uh, the dynamic of, of, um, of Robin hood. So Robin hood is not an actual, um, um, 
they don't they don't buy and, and sell they they farm your order out to the broker okay and so they make yep so they make money uh based on saying hey we'll we'll forward this much volume to uh to you uh, so i believe it's something like 40 percent for um their uh and i i just drew a blank about who their um main one was but anyway yeah so that company also has a vested interest in the stock prices being down because they're they have a huge short position also in GameStop through Melvin. So it's about, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, Citadel it's about, is the name you're looking for. Citadel, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I almost said uh, something else. Anyway, so Citadel, <laughs> <laughs> Citadel um, has a has a vested interest because they they um, they have short positions. But the I think the other dynamic is that um, Robinhood does share data of uh, okay, uh, this many people have these tickers in their portfolio. And this is actually open data that you can see. Um, and I, I don't remember the site, but uh, there is a like a Robinhood, like what percentage of a stock ticker Robinhood users actually um, hold on different tickers. But it's just like a, a, a data compounding site that has all this info. So the other thing so that was the one dynamic. Okay, so you got to farm these things out to, to these orders out to clearing houses. These clearing houses have to say, okay, um, we can settle this security. We can um, make sure the funds are available, and then we can transfer the security to your account or to whoever's account that you're selling. Okay. Well, since the volume and the volatility was so crazy, they're saying that they weren't able to get around the clearing houses and it was just it was too much too much demand the shenanigans comes in with because they did that the stock price dropped sharply over 300 dollars, i think it was in one hour's time and so the dynamic there is that short sellers are then able to cover their positions at a much lower either loss or or what you know whatever it, it is but foreseeably they weren't going to be able to get out of their positions because that thing was going to go to, you know, four or five, six, $700 if it continued. And if Robin hood had been open and didn't start that trend today, we probably would have seen it. And, and, and as you were saying with short sellers, this is what they need. They need the price low. So when this price goes up, they are responsible for that price for, for, for what they mm -hmm. owe when the price goes up Therefore, they need that price to come down because otherwise they have to buy at market share. That bill yeah. comes due tomorrow. The bill comes yeah. due. So yeah. Yeah. so with with what happened today, uh, I, I, you know, hedge fund is a term that that, you know, I don't know a terrible amount about. Uh, but when I see hedge fund, I think bad. Uh, I remember back towards our 2008 where you hear a lot about hedge funds and, and, and the economic crisis that we had, um, people killing themselves because of this kind of stuff, uh, because of losing money. And so part of me is like, how the hell do hedge, hedge funds even still exist? Because I don't have any uh, reference in my head uh, that's positive about hedge funds. So who is the bad guy here? Is it Wall Street yeah. bets? Is it hedge funds? So, so I'll give you a little uh, context on that too. So hedge fund is just, a, it's basically the industry term for a, a asset manager. 
Um, so you're going to see, uh, you probably see it on forums or, or I don't know if you're on stock twits or, or anything like that, but um, you're going to see that as, as a term for institutional investors. So uh, when you think um, like savvy management, that's a big one that shorts the dog crap out of penny stocks. You're going to see it keep a lot of these um, stocks down that are more speculation and things like that. Um, when it comes to these bigger ones, some of these hedge funds have billions and billions and billions, hundreds of billions in assets that they manage. And they're able to basically, we're, we're at their mercy. We, we, we basically have to, um, you know, do it, do and follow what they do. Cause it's just a few controlling the many versus what's you, what you're seeing here. Um, what's happened in the last couple of days is the exact opposite of that, where everyone together has uh, collectively been able to tell them what's up. <laughs> Do you think that this is going to continue? Um, we talked at the beginning of the show about unity, um, and I've never really seen this much unity towards uh Towards towards one thing, not recently at least, and and this seems like a thing that people are really jumping on this bandwagon because they don't see it as oh shit I can make money. They're starting to see it as let's put a fist in the big guy. We're we're, we're tired of this. Let's get this done. Um, do you see this continuing, or do you think that that this is gonna get shut down? Actually, no, I, I definitely see it continuing. Um, in fact, uh, there's a lot of support for uh, what's going on. Uh, if you look, I mean, look at like posts from Mark Cuban. I mean, AOC, uh, man, it, yeah, his, his, kid, his, his kid made money off of GME today, you know? So, I mean, it's like, you know, these people are, are definitely not, um, not, there's gonna be a fight. There's gonna be a fight before something like this gets shut down. Um, you know, in fact, with all the technology out there, I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner, to be quite frank. The the backstory on all this is that back in, I and I don't know the specific year, but, but years ago, um, you know, the SEC made it illegal to collude, which is what they're trying to say that Wall Street bets has caused collusion to uh, artificially inflate or deflate a stock's price, right? Um, well, um, it's actually forbidden for, um, and, and this is something you can research uh, for, like the market makers to um, to uh, talk about what they're doing and ha like how many shares they're going to trade and all this stuff. So they there's actually a list of um, of like market maker signals. So when you're watching a, a stock go uh, like the shares are, are being bid on or the asks are put in, um, you'll actually see um, small volumes, 100, 200, 300, uh, 400, 500, 505, 600, 700, so on and so forth. There's a few more um, and they all mean something. Um, you know, and these market maker signals or you can, you can uh, Google a, a quick you know, reference list off of uh, off Google, and uh, it basically will tell you. Um, but what they do is they try to hide uh, their true intent of either selling or buying uh, what they need to be able to make money. So let's say, uh, you know, uh, Tobin, you're wanting to buy uh, 10,000 shares of a stock, 
Pacific One and you tell me you want to buy it at a dollar a share. Well, um, I can say, hey, I want to buy 100 shares at 90 cents as your broker and I can put it out there. Or I can say, I need 300 shares at 90 cents. And that means um, I'm asking you as the market maker with my 300 bid to let's lower the price a little bit so I can get in and then I'll continue. I may have a large order behind me, but I need to buy it at a, at a better price than where, where it's at. So sometimes you'll see these market makers, they'll drop the price suddenly and then it'll shoot back up. Um, it doesn't happen often, but um, that's not manipulation. It's, it's not, um, it's a bid and ask system. So, it, it, it's really, it's really, there's really like this fine line. So the SEC has banned um, communication directly saying, hey, NASDAQ, I need this many shares or Amex, I need this many shares of, of this stock, but I need it at this price. You can't say that. But you can but put can in say, a bid. I can say, hey, I want 300 shares of this ticker at this price. And that 300 means that I want it to come down um, and then, hey, I might want another 9,700 once you bring it down. <laughs> so you can kind of put in like a silent bid and, and they can review it and say, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll let that happen. I don't know who it's for. We're not communicating. We're not um, collaborating uh, to try and, and, and drop the market. We're just seeing that, you know what? Somebody said, hey, could I, you know, I, I see you got that dryer on Facebook for 50 bucks. Can I get it for 10? Yeah. So, have you ever? Uh, have, and Mike, you can uh, jump in on this too. If you if you've ever bought a, or sold a stock, you know um, when you're using something like Robinhood, you see uh, it, it gives you the option to do like a market order. Yeah. So, I did a lot of crypto play, and same type of stuff. And you know, there's no regulation over there. So. Yeah. So uh, actually, same, same kind of thing. You you put the order in. And then you put in a big ass ask at a low price and just go to sleep and wait. And it comes down eventually. Yep. And then boom, your shit goes in and you got a bunch of shit. Same, yeah, same thing. It, just, exactly. So, yeah, one of the other ones that was big today was Dogecoin. And uh, yeah. the difference between Dogecoin and, and, yeah. uh, and GameStop, uh, GameStop is a security and Dogecoin, Bitcoin, all those are commodities commodity is right. something like gold silver those there are no restrictions on trading um so you can trade those 24 7 it's no different than me saying hey you know tobin um i'll give you um i'll give you a nickel for your your quarter and if you agree to it then you know that's what it is yeah it, it is what it is exactly those it's that's funny doge is a joke um like literally <laughs> it was made as a joke currency you know, however many years ago, and it's it's always been like fractions of a of a cent. And now, yeah, it's, it's coming up. What is a, it right now? Yeah, oh, it it was at like three penny, uh, three cents earlier. See, uh, but the thing is, though, you could have bought like fifty billion Doge five years ago for like ten cents. That's so, right. You so, could be rich right now. So you were talking about. Um, you know, we were talking about, do you see this continuing? And then you kind of mentioned that you're surprised that you, you we haven't seen this before with, with how easy it is to talk over the internet um, and, and, and kind of discuss these kind of things. Um, so this, this isn't just a GME thing. I mean, this could be for any stock at any point at any time. So do you, 
is it a good thing if if money is pumped into these stocks? Is it good for the market? Yeah. So what you tend to see is, uh, you know, uh, kind of a cycle. Uh, you'll see usually Mondays. Um, there's going to be something, something that happens over the weekend. Like we may see something on Friday that might kind of indicate or get support for where Monday's going to head. Um, you're going to see probably somebody talking about something tomorrow, uh, maybe over the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, um, about what their plays are for next week. And uh, it doesn't happen often like this, but they, you know there was another play. <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, Wall Street bets. Um, some of the people were talking about um, on on Weeble on Weeble chat um, that I happened to uh, also get in on, and uh, I got to remember the ticker. Uh, give me one second. Let me just scroll through here real quick. But it shot over a thousand percent, which is by far. I mean, it was two dollars this morning, and it ran to thirty dollars a share. Um, Damn. Yeah, yeah, it it was um, GBR, I think. Let's see. Yep, GBR, uh, new concept uh, was the uh, the company name, and uh, basically, um, you know, I saw it when it was at seven dollars, and I thought there's no way it's gonna go, and sure enough, like they basically when Robinhood shut, you know. Uh, GameStop, BlackBerry, Nokia, Doge, all those, when they shut down trading, they just jumped to another one. And, you know, it may be undervalued. Who knows? You know, I, I honestly hadn't done any due diligence on it. I hadn't looked at it. No advice there. But, um, you know, I did. I, I played it as a speculation. I walked away for the dip. I grabbed it. And then uh, I was out in less than two minutes. I went ahead and immediately set a sell price. It hit the sell price. And I was like, well, that was fast. <laughs> So, so, you know, let me ask that, you know, you're talking about uh, maybe it is undervalued, but at the end of the day, it may not even be the day, it may not be the week, it may not be the year, um, Wall Street bets, and I use that very loose term for retail investors who want to make a buck, uh, it, they're not going to sit their money in there forever. Uh, there, the goal is to eventually sell super high, right? I mean, there's... You, you don't make any money until you sell and it's just the money sitting in there doesn't really do anything for you. I mean, the, the end goal is always to sell, right? So what happens when all those people sell and GameStop drops back down to $3? Is that, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, is that what would have been the, not, not $3, whatever it was. Is that what would have happened eventually? Do you think? I think it's going to, it's going to keep support. What's going to happen is when it sharply rises like that, a lot of people are going to miss the boat and not, um, not sell. So those people are still going to hold at whatever value they have. And until it gets, um, brought back down, it could be a year. It could be, it could be longer. It could be less than that. Um, there's really no telling. You just kind of have to uh, look at the chart and determine if you should average down and when you should average down if you're holding that stock and you missed now if you're if you're still making a profit and you think it might may go back up profit is profit you know i can't tell you how many times i've you know bought into a stock and and then held it overnight and then thought well there's no way it's going to double and then it did you know um just talking through it i mean uh, uh bingo bngo from uh, a couple of weeks ago um you know i bought it in at like three or four dollars a share 
when it hit five, I thought that was amazing. It hit 550 and then, you know, only bought a couple of hundred just to test it out. I sold it when it dropped. I bought it again, flipped it one more time. And if I had just held, um, last price I saw today was over 12 a share. You know, wow. So, those those yeah. hurt. Yeah, no, like the stock. Do? So what can you do? Yeah, Ahab got me into these things six months ago, maybe, maybe a little longer than that. No, 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 no. You've been doing stocks for, for a bit longer because, because yeah. you know, it was the coronavirus when uh, coronavirus when you started uh, talking to me about this and I got in and then I kept losing my ass because I, I'm not a smart man. So I, I held off on that for a little bit and um, I, I as I watch the stock markets, especially this last week, it's just like I, I texted him the other day. I'm like, man, I can see why people get a dopamine drip from this. This is amazing. I mean, just watching it go up and then watching it go up. But at the same time, in the back of your head, going, oh, it could go down at any time. When do I sell? Bro. And then you you panic sell. That is a phrase that you're going to hear a lot. Panic sell. <laughs> people panic sell. Next thing you know, they've sold it at a hundred dollars. It's at five hundred dollars. That's probably not you know, realistic most of the time, but it's like, and then you go, oh, I really screwed up. But to any of you that are out there getting into stocks or doing stocks, just remember profit is profit. It does not matter whether you make a hundred dollars or whether you make $50,000. What does matter is learning from your mistakes when you put in a hundred dollars and you pull out two. just remember Man, profit listen, is profit. Listen, when you make a hundred bucks and you watch that shit go, and the next guy makes fifty thousand. Forget everything Tobin just said. <laughs> that shit hurts. Oh no, it hurts. It hurts. But don't you beat yourself up about that, it. Be you, a little braver you next said time. The dopamine drip. The dopamine thing is real. When we were doing playing crypto, I keep calling it a game because that's what it was. And you want to talk about being in the fucking phone just watching it because you know you talk about volatility. It's so fast. Some of those things, I mean, are by the hour, just up hey, and down, yeah, up so and down. The the Just, winners are the ones that have the most information available yeah. to them at any time. Yeah. Uh, keep your keep your alerts on. You know, um, uh, set up Google alerts. That's a big one. You know, check your email often because you know you never yeah. know. You, you some PR might come out and there's you know these things may like sharply rise or decline. You know, in price because the PR came out and it was positive or negative. You know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, you know. Keep your stop losses up if you're if you're uh, into that kind of thing. Uh, I don't ever use stop losses because my trading accounts. I'm not going to say it's disposable, but I really don't care if the price drops. I've got strategies for getting out of those positions. Right. And I'm, right. I'm not, um, you know, super worried. But one of the biggest things, Tobin, and you know, you'll you'll probably appreciate this one is not overbuying your position. So when you when you start a position in something, buy one share, and then see where the price goes and if you think it's a good good buy keep keep accumulating you always hear yeah. people accumulate shares accumulate lower so uh what i like to do is is um if it's more than a 10 percent drop uh this is just my strategy i'll i'll I'll, uh, I'll buy a little bit more sometimes i'll double the position so i can bring that average down or i may um if it's like a 20 percent drop i've got a, a calculator i've built that you know i say okay i can i can buy this many shares and this will give me the most average down potential for my dollar um you know based on the that amount of shares you know because you can throw you can throw all your money into it and then what's going to happen it may just drop again and then it's Ooh. like well i 
I shouldn't have done that because now yeah. I have nothing else. So over buying your positions one, um, you know, um, you know, there's there's quite a few other things that uh, that that I like to do. It's it's uh, you know scanning um, scanning the markets um, often. Um, so I, I have a couple of things that I like to look at for my my uh, my plays for that day. Um, and here's one reason I I, I like Weeble um, better than Robinhood. Uh, Weeble has a such a an awesome comprehensive search feature, and I, I I'll show this just so you can um, see. But this is like, you know, their little bit of their Oh, I think I think we lost your audio, bro. The audio is gone. Oh, my bad. Oh, um, back. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, so you can you can um, really you can search by the the pre market gainers or losers. Um, you can custom search. Um, you can like I've got screeners for penny stocks. Can you search uh, by well, last price? Uh, yeah, you, yeah I mean, you can. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's... you can also do uh, what I like um, is the high volume, play, what I call the high volume plays. So these are the ones where like you've got basically the entire the entire world watching this one stock and it's destined to go up or down. And, you know, there's almost no limit to its potential. And a lot of times these are the ones where it's already exploded, but there's so many people behind it that the momentum is just what you're riding at that point. So. Yeah, I'm gonna check out Weeble. Um, that was, you know, I like I liked the Robinhood app. You know, it's my first stock app to to be playing with. But one thing I didn't really like is it's it's really hard to actually look at stocks. You find yourself going out, or I find myself going out, going to like Trading View or something like that, and actually looking at stocks and seeing what's there. Uh, with 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 Robinhood, you you really got to know what you're looking for. You got to know the ticker, otherwise it's it's almost impossible to find. Uh, I found in the app. So I want to, you know, we 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 talked about. Uh, uh, the what happened today with Robin Hood, where they stopped the trade, um, and there's a lot of people that are kind of saying, you know, this is the rich keeping the poor poor, um, and I, I I can't say that I agree with that, but I definitely don't disagree with that because from my perspective, what I saw was hedge fund people saying you know what, we need this to stop because I need to panic people and I need them to sell so I can, I can buy low. And I want to read, I want to read this real quick. This is a post I saw, um, in regards to, um, basically wall street bets. Um, it was discussing GameStop and, uh, uh the, uh, the company has been an epi- has become an epicenter of war between hedge fund pros and so-called Reddit bros. And then a little bit farther down, it says it would be tempting to dismiss the Reddit bros. Some of them alt-right supporters. That is the kind of lingo that somebody throws together because they want to direct a narrative. They want to take, you know, they want to take people and say, oh, my God, they're alt-right supporters. We we, we we're definitely against them. We definitely don't want them making any money. They're pieces of shit. They're just going to buy guns. So if I were losing billions, oh you, oh you just anything. yeah yeah yeah. I, look at look at the last four years of of our country and what we saw. I mean, this is this is exact from exactly from that playbook. So I do want to say that I've been on Wall Street bets for a while, and if you read if you read this article and saw that, there ain't no alt right. Uh, chat or talk inside of wall street bets like let's knock that off (laughs) yeah they are straight about the the market they have no politics they just want to make money (laughs) yeah the the policy you know these are the same people that that you know they didn't give a shit about the the presidential election only that they were going to switch to 
to to weed stocks from oil stocks. Okay, so I mean, yeah, it's fucking Reddit. We're talking about exactly, exactly. <laughs> They're like number fourteenth. So, so we <laughs> after what happened today with Robin Hood, we saw a ton of people on all sides of the political spectrum, um, the moral spectrum, etc., all coming together and saying, "Man, eh, this is a problem. Like, this is definitely a problem." Not that Wall Street bets is making money. That a stock was stopped from trading, from purchasing more, to elicit exactly what happened. A sell so that people could buy up. So my question to you, Ahab, is what do you think is going to come out of this? I mean, we've, we've seen lawsuits that have already been filed. Damn, uh, fuck what I think. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We'll get to you oh, in a second, bro. <laughs> so we've seen lawsuits that have been filed. We've also seen a governor, I don't remember his name right now, um, on official letterhead wanting to have this investigated. You've got AOC talking about this. You've got Ben Shapiro all on the same same page. So, like, where does this go? I, you know, and this is just an opinion. I, I really think, you know, I, I saw some of the same things. Washington giving a warning to the people on Wall Street, you know, um, and, and you know, I didn't even get a chance to read that um, that story. But um, I, I think that you're going to see if this gets um, held down, just the the the, the GME part. You're going to see them all garner, just get behind another ticker, and it's going to continue. And yes, you're right about them trying to stop it because they're losing money. You're you're right about, but you know this is where I think Reddit has figured. Well, not Reddit, but uh, traders in general have figured out a way to not only use Reddit, but you know, I mean, I I was friends were sending me TikToks of people talking about, hey, don't sell your GME shares because you know. Reddit is down, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing um, from this morning. And, you know, and then, of course, you know, Robin Hood doing that, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. Um, I was pretty displeased with uh, with that whole scenario, um, regardless of what the reasoning was. And I did close out, you know, uh, my account on Robin Hood today and and uh, transferred it all to uh, to Weeble. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Weeble has been great. They were one of the first ones to advocate for reopening and retrading those from the clearinghouses. Um, you know, so they got behind their their community, um, you know, and they, they expressed a lot of, um, uh, you know, uh, dissent for what happened, is, especially with all the other, um, uh, you know, TD Ameritrade and, um, of course, Robinhood, but you know some of the other larger um, players. Weeble has never been a big player, but you know I think they're going about to be. To be. <laughs> so, do you think though that that if it comes down, if it comes between Wall Street bets and hedge funds, who do you think the government's going to support if if for some reason uh, it comes down to? I see you. I see you, Mike. But I want to know. On. I want to know because this is Come this is on. this is <laughs> this is exactly my 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 whole talking point today. Or not today, but my 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 thought today. My thought process today is: Where does this go? How does the government, um, if they have to intervene in this, do you think that they will absolutely pass legislation that says uh, you can't talk about stocks no more? Because these are all our people. You mess with our money. 
Hey, Mike, since he's not giving you any airtime, man, I'll defer to you on that one. Listen, man. Look, the government right now, these folks are happy to take this on. And I actually believe some of these folks really do believe in what they're talking about. Uh, until their pockets start getting hurt. And then, maybe it fizzles out. I mean, we are talking about the same Congress who up until very recently was able to do insider trading. Like legally. And get rich. And, and that just stopped, what, four years ago? Five years ago? So, I mean... You, are you trusting them for anything? Mm. Yeah, this, money? I, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, washing under the table. You're probably going to see some paid, you know, politicians to back we'll those things. big hedge funds to, mm. to, to get reforms and right. things like that going because, you know, to your point, man, they, they don't want the the average investor to have a leg up on these big hedge funds. The, you know, the ripple effect that happened today, just with the, the hedge funds that couldn't cover their positions. So they called their banks and said, Hey, we need money to cover it. And then the banks were like, "Uh Oh, we don't have enough money to give you. (laughs) So let's get the government to bail us out again. And then it's just this ripple effect where uh, even the ETF. So you know, uh, if you if you have a four hundred one k or retirement account or something like that, you know, you got your ETFs, and those ETFs have uh, some of these shares that um, you know get, it, they may have GameStop in that ETF. You know, so it's just a certain percentage of their shares, and you know, people were you know getting those and liquidating anything that they could, and. You know, the other I think you talked about it uh, at the beginning, Mike, when I was talking about shorting, um, you you talked about uh, these hedge funds uh, uh, selling and buying between each other to lower the price because, you know, it's it's like me, uh, you know, saying, hey, uh, you know, I want to buy this new truck and, um, you know, but hey, you know what? My ex-wife is going to divorce me. So she gets half of the value. And you know what, Mike, I'm going to sell it to you for a dollar. Right. So. Exactly. So I still have the truck. It's still worth, you know, however much I paid for it. But on paper, it's worth a dollar because that's what I sold it for last. The the problem is, I know Mike. That shit's already sold. <laughs> <laughs> now so you're talking about shorting the stock. We don't do that here. <laughs> so, um, what? You may not have this answer, but what happens if? hedge funds go under who cares uh, yeah yeah it's, it's kind of a hey you know what uh there's going to be a void i think uh, you know somebody else is going to take their place um you know some some bigger fish out there and, and it's, it's i think the story kind of repeats itself someone else is going to rise and you know what they may not have a moral compass and they may do the same thing in the future but that's kind of how it goes yeah I think it sucks for the people that work like, you know, some people are financial folks who just happen to have a job at a hedge fund. And, uh, yeah, that's right. you know, they'll probably lose their job and, and that sucks for them. But, you know, also, I think you work for a hedge fund. I mean, you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know the risks. <laughs> like, you know the, you know right, you know the risks. You just didn't expect it to happen like this. And, you know, 
luckily for them, they get to literally take their fucking bum and go home uh, <laughs> for now. But, you know, I think they'll have to come back out and play. So what else y'all got to uh, to throw into this? Uh, what other what other ideas hey. and things you have you you know gotten got, from this event? Well, I, I'll tell you I'll tell you this real quick. I think um, you know I, my my thing is you know okay. So my takeaway: all these people were able to uh, to pull off something quite incredible. I think that um, you know us as a group we could do the same thing, support each other in whatever uh, we're trading. And you know what? It doesn't have to be that we're we're convincing thirty thousand people to do it, but we can definitely uh, you know talk about it and and uh, you know make sure like it's it's me relying on you and you guys relying on us and you know people you know and and I think that's going to be one way around this whole thing if and when it gets shut down or if there's regulations or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it shows the power of like. Being able to come together. I mean, look what everybody did. It's only been a couple of days. What three days? Four days? Really? Uh, imagine if if this were to happen, but for something like really cool, term limit, <laughs> or you know any other one of the big issues that's out there. Yeah, it's you know people could look at it this way and see it as a map. Yeah, I mean it, it'll it'll be. It, uh, it's it's so exciting to me to be honest with you just to see this news d- day in and day out and especially today and I'm really looking forward to 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 seeing what actually comes from it and what builds over the next couple of days what kind of drama of course we got the weekend coming up so the majority of us are not being able to do any sort of trading uh, on the weekend so you know th- there's that it'll be quiet for a minute they'll they'll rally again and and we'll see what happens so the uh, yeah that's, go ahead that's right man. Hey. I, yeah, I was just gonna say, man. If um, if anything, you know, um, you can you can hop on Dogecoin uh, over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Robin yeah. let you. If you need um, that fix, y'all got any more of that Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about tonight is the next Super Bowl. I don't know how the fuck he did it. When did Tom Brady he's, he's sell his soul? He sold nah, his soul listen, to the devil. Listen, the Buccaneers no, listen. haven't been relevant in God knows how long. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. This man works hard. I'm not a Tom Brady like guy, okay. But what I will say is, if you can like all the excuses that people always give, right? He's got the best players. He's got the best coach. They've been working together forever. Blah blah blah. Okay, well, he went to, like, the third worst team ever. And now they're going to the Super Bowl. And if you read anything about Tom Brady, you know he is a hard worker. And he was because, you know, he didn't, like, come in and was just good. He had to work for number one. He's just good. That's it. He's the GOAT. I think he proved it now. Yeah, I uh... – Especially if they win. You know, I've got a, I've got some, a lot of family up north in in the New England area, and they are all about them Patriots. So, I, you know, we always had a rivalry of, of nah, I ain't with that. We, we coming somewhere else. Tom Brady and the them Patriots have been in too many Super Bowls. I'm tired of seeing them. And then he comes down to Tampa and he does it again. And I'm just like, (laughs) now, now I'm at this point where I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but. 
I'm a Tom Brady fan. I like you, Tom right. Brady. You good. <laughs> and he's old. And he's old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Look, uh, he said he's not going to quit until he quit until he can't win. He said, when I stop winning, I'll retire. I got and more fingers. Like he's not about to retire anytime soon. <laughs> so, yeah. So that should be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing that. But uh, I think we uh, we all good, guys. We about to wrap this thing up or what? Yeah, man. I think it's bedtime, man. Yeah. Uh, 4 a.m., man. Market opens. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us tonight. Do you got anything that you want to plug? Any social media? OnlyFans? Yeah, let me get on that. that North Face. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me get in on that OnlyFans, man. Hey, no. um, Man, tomorrow, no no financial advice, but. uh, uh, look at look at uh, LMFA. That's that's the one I'm watching tomorrow. So that's my that's on my list. Laugh my yeah, fucking yeah, ass. A, I, yeah, yeah, that's a real ticker though. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny here's here's the funny story behind this man. So they uh, they, they launched a, um, a, a like a special um, what they call a SPAC SPAC, um, and uh, they basically put up the IPO. You know, had it all done and it cleared uh today um and they're entitled to 20 percent of the 105 million dollars that they raised capital nice. um so uh this stock uh, once again what was right at value but now that they've made another 20 million i mean they're gonna be <laughs> undervalued so yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a you know if you can get in uh get in it under probably a buck 70 i mean it was at a dollar 50 all day but it's over 208 right now um, you know, you might see see a dip in the morning, and you know, good luck and hold. <laughs> That's it, Mike. That's it. What you got, man? You want to plug anything? You got yeah, any topics yeah, you want to discuss? The usual. <laughs> I, look, I now nah, I've just been trying to work on the plug, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Instagram is uh, the underscore roofing underscore realtor. Nice and easy. And then if you're listening on Spotify. Come on over to YouTube, Token Black Guy, but it's B-L-A-K. We had to spell it kind of, you know, special. And we will have the Serious Nonsense YouTube up as well uh, shortly. We will have that going so you guys can find that all in one place. See if we can't get those linked together. Get some... uh some goodness going between uh and uh as for myself uh as for the the uh, podcast in general you can find us at seriousnonsense.net you can send all your love mail to nitlas n-i-t-l-u-z at seriousnonsense.net all hate mail token at seriousnonsense.net you can find us on facebook to (laughs) nitlas You can find our group, facebook.com slash group slash serious nonsense. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitlas, N-I-T-L-U-Z. And we thank you so much for uh, joining us. We hope you had a good time. And uh, as always, have a good night and hold the line. Yeah.